here I've been all week doing a whole bunch of Romeo and Juliet quotes while completely neglecting the play's most famous quote. That is, until now. Greetings and welcome to the Teaching ELA podcast where this summer we combine my two favorite things, literature and summer vacation. Get ready for some literary quotes. But soft, what light through yonder window breaks? It is the east and Juliet is the sun. Arise, fair sun, and kill the envious moon who was already sick and pale with grief, that thou her maid art far more fair than she. Be not her maid, since she is envious. Her vestal livery is but sick and green, and none but fools do wear it. Cast it off. It is my lady. Oh, it is my love. Oh, that she knew she were. She speaks, yet she says nothing. What of that? Her eye discourses. I will answer it. I am too bold. Tis not to me she speaks. Two of the fairest stars in all the heaven... Having some business do entreat her eyes to twinkle in their spheres till they return. What if her eyes were there, they in her head? The brightness of her cheek would shame those stars, as daylight doth a lamp. Her eyes in heaven would through the airy region stream so bright that birds would sing and think it were not night. See how she leans her cheek upon her hand? Oh, that I were a glove upon that hand that I might touch that cheek. All right, let's take a look at analysis. Before that, though, my, my daughter walked in on the podcast recording and said, uh, tell all your teacher friends to be nice to their kids. There you go. You got that from my daughter, Maisie. Thank you, Maisie. Let's talk about an analysis of this speech. Let's start with, it is the east and Juliet is the sun. That is an example of a metaphor. A metaphor is a figure of speech in which a word or phrase that ordinarily designates one thing is used to designate another. You know that because you teach ELA. In this example, Juliet's bedroom is the east and Juliet herself is being called the sun. Romeo feels that a new stage in his life has begun, one which will bring all the hopes of a new day. This brand new beginning imagery is repeated with Romeo's claim that he'd be newly baptized and renamed since his current name of Montague is offensive to his brand new lover. Another example, arise fair sun and kill the envious moon. It's an example of personification. <laughs> I mean, a sun doesn't have hands. <laughs> it doesn't have feet. How can it rise? The moon's given the human emotion of envy because it's nighttime, I guess. She speaks yet she says nothing. That's a paradox. As you know, a paradox is a statement that seems contradictory, opposite, or even impossible, yet whose essence is true. In this case, Romeo states that Juliet says much with her eyes and does not have to open her mouth. If you answered antithesis, you'd also be correct for this one. I guess I gave this as a quiz originally. Her eye discourses is an example of personification. In this example, the eye is talking. Eyes don't talk. <laughs> That's personification. People do. By the way, I have quizzes at ELA Common Core Lesson Plans.com that you can take online as well as an entire unit that includes matching quizzes with reading passages such as this one. There is, in fact, an entire unit plan with more than a collection of the best Romeo and Juliet lesson plans. It's Two decades of teaching all rolled into 170 pages of teaching magic. 30 lesson plans, 10 quizzes, tons of graphic organizer handouts with answer keys, essay rubrics, scene summaries, character analysis, PowerPoint notes, presentations, and much more. It's 8 to 12 weeks of lesson plans and material. All you got to do is like download, print it out, and let the magic happen. Of course, you wouldn't do that now because it's summer. So you can bookmark it or you can just download it. And then when you get back to school in August... You can print the stuff out. Of course, you're probably not starting the year teaching Romeo and Juliet either, are you? You're probably saving that for like October, November when you're in a bit of a groove. Just, you know, so download it, print them out when you get back and then get ready to teach it. And I mean, really, it'll, it'll take care of from Halloween till thanks till, uh, Christmas. Imagine that. Imagine that. Let's get back to the discussion of the balcony scene. The brightness of her cheek would shame those stars. 
as daylight doth a lamp. That's obviously a simile. It's also an example of hyperbole. The brightness of Juliet's cheek makes the stars look dim, much in the same way the brightness of daylight makes a a lamp look dim. Keep in mind that lamps during this period were little candle things. Light bulbs had not yet been invented. Or that I wore a glove upon that hand that I might touch that cheek is an example of metaphor. A metaphor, you know what a metaphor is. In this example, Romeo longingly wishes he were a glove. And although he really wants to touch Juliet's face, I doubt that he would find eternal happiness as a glove. I'm just saying. Chances are, in fact, that the glove Romeo longs to be would be discarded for another glove the following day. There you go. A little bit on the uh, balcony scene. Hey, if if you're on vacation right now, go out onto the balcony and start uh, reciting these words to your to your lover. Good luck. Thanks for listening to the Teaching ELA podcast. For more teacher-ready, student-ready lesson plans, head on over to ELACommonCoreLessonPlans.com. That's ELACommonCoreLessonPlans.com, where we have hundreds of lesson plans and handouts that are ready to use right now. And as always, if this podcast has helped you thrive in the classroom, we'd appreciate a like and a review. 